Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lance. I'm your host, James Lampin. Um, This episode is going to be a little different today. Um, there's no guest today. Um, this episode is just a special one. It's going to be just me and me only. Um, I felt the need to talk about my time in California. Uh, it's finally come to an end. Um, I'm back home in the D.C. area, so I wanted to title this podcast welcome home land um first of all it's it's you know it's, it's great to be home um i thank god for my time in california um you know it was it was kind of weird because of covid um i really didn't get to experience california the way i wanted to but hey everything happens for a reason i'm going to start the podcast by just talking about I'm going back to the beginning, um, how I even got to California, my time in California, just like my experiences, what I went through, and then me getting back home. So for those wondering how I even ended up in California, I went to California in December, excuse me, you might as well say December 2019. It was actually the last day of November, but I always say December because it was that's when we really settled in and touched down. So December was December 1st was really like my first time getting there. Um, the way we ended up in California, my wife had got an amazing opportunity with a job. Um, they moved us to California. Um, so it was, it was really different. Once we got there, we settled in Northern California. We moved to San, San Jose. And so when we, we got there, it was, it was nice. Um, let me back up a little bit. We, we wasn't really sure where we were going to move. We got to, when we got to California, we looked at some places. Um, we looked at, we looked at Oakland. We looked, um, in this city called Dublin. And there was a couple other cities, but the main cities was Oakland and San Jose. Um, we visited a, a, a really nice house in Oakland and we were seriously considering moving to Oakland. But what changed our mind was my wife had a conversation with a coworker and they talked about the commute. And we, you know, we were new to the area um, we didn't want to put a strenuous commute on her, so we decided to move to San Jose, California. We looked at the demographics of San Jose, California. Um, <laughs> San Jose is, I would say it's like 40, I'm just going to say it's like 45%, 45% Hispanic, 45% Asian, and 3% black and the other percentages of it. Um, we did the math, it's, it's actually a million people in San Jose. And when you do, when you do the math, you're like, well, that's 30,000 people. So when, we was talking, when I was talking to my wife, I was like, I mean, well, that's 30,000 people there. And you don't really understand how little 30,000 is when it's mixed in with 1 million. So. Needless to say, it wasn't a lot of black people there. The weird thing about it was, it was you, everywhere you went, 
you would see a black person because there were so many, but we were really outnumbered. But um, I would say, I mean, it was a, you know, it wasn't, it was, there wasn't hardly any racism there. We didn't experience anything like that. It was just, it was just different living somewhere where we were outnumbered so much. The biggest issue was we we came from the D.C. area. One thing about the D.C. area, I'm sure most people know, it is the most, it is the area with the most successful Black people. Um, there's a bunch of affluent Black people in PG County. PG County has the, the, the most amount of Black people who are affluent. I grew up in PG County. I didn't live in PG County before I left, but I grew up in PG County. So just being around that many black people my whole life and then moving to San Jose where it was hardly any, that was a big culture shock for me. To be honest, I didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal until I started living through it. And once I started living through it, I was like, wow, this is a, this is a huge change. Um, it was definitely different, I'll say that. So I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. We um we you know we we so we decided on San Jose. We decided to move to San Jose. Um I it was the first couple of weeks were good. Um, you know, I was it was a change, it was different, and I was excited. But as I began to settle in more, I started to miss my way of life not necessarily miss home per se but i missed everything that came home like i didn't i didn't really sit down and think about what it would be like leaving my job i i was working with the federal government for 14 years before i moved to california and i'll admit when when we first decided to leave i was excited um it was just something different. I think I had, honestly, I had grown tired of being in the government. It was the same day to day. Um, your days looked the same. Um, getting up early, I had always had to be to work at like seven, that's seven, between seven, seven thirty. That's when I always had to be to work. Uh, it was usually hospital environment, so. I had, I had grown tired of that. So my wife's opportunity provided me the opportunity for change. So again, the first couple of weeks was, was really good. It was a breath of fresh air, it was a new start. Mm -hmm. Just excited for something new. But then as time began to go on, I started to find myself being depressed. I didn't really understand why I was being, why I was depressed, but it hit me that I was working. Um, you know, my day, I went from going to work every day to not having any job to go to. And it became depressing. Um, I, I wasn't really sure what I was going, you know, I wasn't really sure what my purpose was. I wasn't sure, you know, what I was supposed to be doing. So that really had me down in the funk. Um, I think it took me, a, I think it took me about a month. I had got a, I had got a job at a 
at a warehouse. Um, kind of doing like shipping and receiving. And I would say the first, man, I'm gonna be honest, God, I really didn't like it. Really the first, probably like the first week, I grew tired of it. It was just, I felt like in my career, I was taking a step back. Um, I took a pay cut to take the job and I didn't have the same responsibilities and my title was a step down from what I was doing at home. Um, and and this is gonna sound crazy, but we had this wear steel toe, steel toe shoes. And I don't know if anybody, well, I'm sure somebody listening to this has had to wear steel toe shoes and it's just not fun. Like I hated it. You know, I was used to wearing regular shoes and now all of a sudden I'm wearing steel toe shoes. And it doesn't sound like a big, it doesn't sound like a big deal. Um, big deal, but it, it can be a huge deal. So it was, it was just, it was just the worst. So I'm going to fast forward. Um, I did a job for, did a job for a couple of weeks and it was a, it was like with a temp agency and they end up letting me go. I guess they had like too many people on the contract or something like that. I don't know, but I can't say I was, uh, disappointed when I got the call that the job ended. So this is around, all this happened around February, 2020. Now, March, 2020 comes along, COVID happens, um, which was, which, you know, nobody expected COVID. I just remember going to pick my daughter up from school and this was like March, like March the 13th, I remember picking my daughter up from school and, you know, they told her to take her books and everything from her desk. And I didn't really think anything of it because it was really close to spring break anyway. So I said, okay, well, you know, they just want her to take her books and stuff home and they could bring everything back with spring break. So <laughs> weeks go by, we keep getting messages, hey, you know, they're not coming back to school right now. And, you know, I'm, me and my wife looking at each other like, wow, what's going on? You know, we, we <laughs> she going back to school. Fortunately, I was home. So I was able to step in and do most of the um, schoolwork, the homework. Basically, I was a teacher doing COVID. Um, I think once we got to around May, it was just understood that she wasn't going back to, she wasn't going back to, uh, going back to school. So we get the, we get to June, we finish, we finish June, um, school is over. So now I find myself depressed again because I, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. Like one thing I realized in my time in California is I need structure. I need a day-to-day -day routine. So it was, it was just hard because I was just starting to figure out, you know, you know, what to do. I'm helping my daughter with school. And then now all of a sudden that's over. So I had to figure things out again. Um, I took a job doing like Amazon deliveries, like delivering groceries for Amazon. That was cool because it provided me the flexibility 
to um to when my wife had meetings or something i could step in and do the things that she wasn't able to do because of work but the one thing it also allowed me to do was record i recorded a lot of podcasts i think i think anyone who's been following me um they 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 noticed like i was recording almost every day like i had because i had more time i had plenty of time to you know record and 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 actually um, I thank God for the time that I had because it allowed me to do a lot of networking while I was in California. I met a lot of great people. I had time to, you know, reach out to people, send messages and, you know, hope to get a response. And, you know, thankfully, a, a few, quite a few times, you know, I would land the interview, I would get the podcast. So I was extremely grateful for that. And And let me just take a minute to thank all the people who took the time to record with me. It's, it's so many, I, I can't name you all by names, but I know I, I can't, I don't know how many episodes I recorded in California. If, if I had to put a number on it, I would say it was well over a hundred because when I left, when I left for California, I may have had, I don't know, maybe, 20, 25, no more than, no more than, no more than 40 episodes. I, I don't, I really don't know, but I didn't have a whole lot of episodes. And by the time I got back home, I had over 200. So that just goes to show how much time I had to record. And I'm grateful for the people who actually took the time to record with me. It was, but I just want to just talk about California, just, just what I learned. Like I said, the biggest thing I learned was um, me having to have a day-to-day. Um, I think a lot of people look at um, business, um, starting your own business. And let me, let me also, let me say, I have a, I've always respected entrepreneurs, but I have a new respect for entrepreneurs because I never really understood how hard it is to be one. And I think the thing people take for granted is entrepreneurs have to set their own schedule. Um, for some that may be easy, for some that may be difficult. For a person like me, that was difficult. The reason it was difficult for me is because for my whole life, I've been structured. I wasn't used to having to make my own structure, make my own scheduling. It was, it was, it was <laughs> everything. It was hard. That was the hardest thing. Like just waking up saying, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this today. The only thing that I knew to do was wake up and record. Like that part came easy, but anything else, like trying to make clips and trying to um, decide what I want to do, like business wise, um, that came that that was just so hard it was it was really hard but like i said the the people who are entrepreneurs i, I really you know I, I salute you i tip my hat to you because man you guys to to be able to wake up and plan your own day is a skill that i don't think people people give enough credit to 
but again, just, 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 um, I'm, you got to forgive me. I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, I know I may be rambling, but there is a purpose to this ramble. Um, speaking, and, and, and that's a, actually a good word, purpose. Um, when I was my time in California, that was one of the, that was one of the first times that I actually sat down and thought about, okay, what is my purpose? Um, you know, why am I here? And it's a easy question to ask yourself, but it's one of the hardest questions to answer. Uh, me personally, I feel like I should be doing so many things. You know, I want to help people. I want to elevate people. I want to inspire people. I want to motivate people. But um, what I found is, you know, that's not <laughs> that's not always easy to do. And you, you also have to figure out, you know, how you want to touch people's lives, how you want to play a important role in their lives. Because I think anyone who's listened to me, they know I'm not this rah-rah guy. I'm not a person that hoops and hollers and screams. I'm, I'm, I'm not that person. I'm a person that'll, you know, I'll give you some advice. I'll give you encouraging words. I'll give you support. I'll do all that stuff. But <laughs> the yelling and the screaming and the, you can, you know, that's, that's not me. Um, that's just not me. But, you know, I had to really sit down and answer some questions about myself. I got a chance to read some books. Um, I didn't read a whole lot, but I read, I read a, um, I'll say this, the, 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 the books that really helped me, they helped me a lot. Um, I read one book, it was called The Gospel Fire. I read that, I read that in a month. I read that, um, I believe it was like April, in April of 2020. And the reason it was important, the reason that timing is so important with that book is because that was the time when I really was struggling like with, you know, um, depression and what I wanted to do and you know what my purpose is um the book deals with anxiety ironically but um I found even though it deals with anxiety the book more so deals with anxiety it helped me more with depression because the gentleman first of all shout out to the gentleman who wrote the book his name is um Elliot Marshall we actually did a podcast together and um I think definitely worth checking out. It's titled The Gospel Fire. You can look at my library and it's there. But he wrote the book. He talks about his um, he talks about his struggles with um, anxiety. And, it, and he's really detailed. He's really transparent. He just talks about taking it one day at a time, one, literally one moment at a time. And that, that, that advice coming from that book really helped me. Um, the second book that I read, um, was called The Sixth Man. Um, I don't, uh, maybe, you know, I'm sure some, someone who's listening to this may know about sports, but the book was written by Andre Iguodala. Um, Andre Iguodala was an NBA basketball player. Um, he, his biggest claim to fame, he, I believe he won rookie of the year. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but. I'm pretty sure he won rookie of the year. I know he won a slam dunk contest and he was actually his biggest claim to fame is he was the NBA MVP. No, 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 sorry, not NBA, 
NBA Finals MVP. Um, I believe that was 2000, yeah, 2015, because it was the year, uh, it was the year they, they won their first championship uh, with against the Cavs, and he won MVP basically for his defense on LeBron. So he wrote this book. Um, the book just talks about, like, the mindset of an athlete, um, the precious athletes deal with, the, the sacrifices they deal with, the success, the failures. He's a he's an extremely brilliant man. So his his perspective was very um very interesting. I mean, it's me personally, I love I love reading about people who, you know, I, I love reading from people people who are extremely intelligent. He's an extremely intelligent person. And I also just like reading, I also like reading from people who have achieved at the highest level and uh, he's been a winner at the, in the NBA. So there's not much higher you can go. So I wrote his book. I read his book. His book was excellent. Um, so I just spent that time reading and recording podcasts. It was, um, if I had to summarize my, time in California, I would call it a learning experience because I learned so much. Um, I truly believe sometimes you have to be in a place where you are still not, um, I want to word this right. Um, I don't, you you have to be in a place where you have nothing else but learning. And when I say that, I mean, I wasn't working. I wasn't, um, I didn't feel like I was doing the best I could do for myself and my family. But the one thing I could do was read and learn and, and just uh, take in everything that was going in, you know, everything that was just happening around me because California is just such a different place. Um, the weather is beautiful <laughs> and sunny every day. It never rains, which I personally think is overrated. Um, someone else could be, <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of people would feel different about it, but when you, when you go outside and you know, it's not going to rain, it's, it's, it's just a different feeling for me. Um, for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but um, it was different. My 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 journey in California was different. It was it's it's really ironic because in California um, we were again we were there because of my wife. Um, my wife was an extremely intelligent woman, and she had she had literally reached the pinnacle of her career. Uh, that's why we were in California. But while she was at the pinnacle of hers, I was at the at the lowest of mine. And that's hard, um, you know, because, you know, you want to be there for your partner, you want to be there for your spouse. But, you know, if you're not, if you're not, you know, good with yourself, it's kind of hard to be supportive of what your spouse is doing. I think I did a, I think I did an okay job of being supportive. Um, you know, that, that would be a question for her to answer, but I think I did okay. I, but I know I could have done much better 
than the job I did. Um, it is, you know, you just, you just far away from home. You're not, you, you're not, I was far away from home. I wasn't understanding what was going on. And man, it, you know, we, we, we made a decision to come back home. And let me say this, uh, first of all, my wife, she deserves a bunch of credit because if it wasn't for her, we would not have come back home. I, as, 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 bad as, as bad as I felt in California with not working, not doing the things I wanted to do with my career and otherwise, I still would not have made a decision to come home. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to, you know, put her through a bunch of changes through, you know, her career. Yes, we had all, we planned to come back home, but we didn't plan to come back home this soon. So I, I didn't really want to uh, change our plans, but we were having a conversation and my wife told me, she was like, we need to go back home. Um, you know, you're not doing well here. Like she, you know, my wife loves me. She's in tune with, with my, with, she's in tune with my needs. And she just realized that while she's flourishing, um, and she told me, um, my wife literally sat me down and she told me, listen, I'm doing good, but you're not. We both, you know, this is a marriage with two of us and we both have to be flourishing or else it's not worth it. And that was really important for me to hear because again, I could not have made that decision on my own, but thank God that I have a, a wife who can make that decision and understand that we needed to come home. So we make the decision, um, we'll fast forward a little bit. We, we get home in June, um, got home like early June, we come home and I still was a little depressed because now I'm home and it's like COVID is still here. I'm still not able to really move around and now I'm at home and I'm not working. Um, I didn't really take the time to think how long it would take me to find a job, but uh, I guess I just wasn't realistic about hitting the ground running. So it, it was just a it was just a weird situation. I was still um, depressed, but you know the the difference is okay. My wife, like, look, we came home for you. You know, you know, we we doing everything you you know we doing what you needed. We doing what you need like you're gonna have to get yourself together and you know it was tough it was really tough but thank god that you know my wife stood behind me she gave me some tough love but she stood behind me and told me i need to get myself together so you know i had to you know pull myself together you know understand what was going on and you know put myself out there so you know i kept applying for jobs kept applying for jobs and i finally got one um i'm in a great uh, i got a company it's a great company um it's it's great for me it was actually a step forward in my career which i thank god for and i'm just in a really good space um i'm really excited about being back home uh, 
I think that the thing that excites me the most is um, like I'm a new person. I, I didn't, I, I told myself when I got on a plane going to California that I wasn't going to be the same person when I came back. And I think that kind of depressed me when I got back because I felt like I was the same person. But then as time went on, I realized I wasn't the same person. I was a couple of years older. I was a couple of years more mature. I had went through, um, you know, a, a bout of depression, but I was able to get through it. And let me say this too. Um, I, we don't talk about therapy enough in our community, but yes, I did seek therapy. I'm gonna be honest, it wasn't my choice, but again, thank God for a loving and supporting wife. She told me, look, you know, you're not gonna do this on your own. You need to, you know, get some counseling, get some therapy. So I did that. Um, I did that in my time with in California. That actually was really good. I came home. I, I just talked to my therapist like a couple of days ago. So yeah, we, we definitely need to, as a community, we need to be more open to therapy. Um, I know they, you know, we, you know, we, we, we as a race, we try to pray a lot of things away. And let me get, let's be clear, prayer is excellent. We do not want to take away from prayer, but God also puts people here to guide us through and help us through. So, yes, continue to pray, but also seek some therapy when needed. So, you know, I'm home now. Um, I'm excited about my job. I'm excited about the podcast. Um, I got some really good guests. I got some good topics to to tackle. I've had a chance to re, um, actually record with some other people. We on a couple IG lives, so this is um, a really good time for me. Um, I'm just excited. Um, I'm back home. I'm actually nah, we me and my wife we're actually getting ready to settle down in PG County. This is home for us. Um, I just, at this point in my life, I just want to be around affluent, successful Black people. Listen, you know, I know I mention it a lot. I know I mention Black people a lot, but Black people are my people. I love all races. I love, <laughs> I love everybody, but let's be clear. Um, black people have a special place in my heart. I'm a Black man. Um, my family's black, so it's only natural for me to have a special love for my people. And there's a lot of exciting things going on in PG County, um, a lot of growth, a lot of development, and I want to be a part of that. Um, I, I, I grew up in PG County. Um, you know, I went to Superman High School. That's, that's my roots. I grew up in Capitol Heights. I'm, you know, PG County is where my heart is. That's that's where I was raised. So to come back and decide, well, this is where we're going to lay roots. This is where we're going to raise a family. It's a, it was a it was a exciting decision that me and my wife had to come to, and we both agreed that we we will be calling PG County home. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm just I'm in a really good space. I I thank God for my family, my friends, the people, you know, who've been there for me, who supported me. Um, you know, I, I didn't talk about everything that was going on in my life, but the people that did know, the very few that knew, 
I, I thank God for you. Um, just the people who's been there. Um, uh, my really good friends. Um, I got a really good friend. Um, I, I normally don't name people, but one of my good friends, um, Ray Cousins, he, you know, I told him about the move home. He's been really supportive and he, he gave me a compliment that really stuck with me. He told me that, you know, even though I was in California, it felt like I never left home, that I stayed close and I was attached to what was going on. And that really made me feel good. He, he called, he said that I, um, that I was a pillar, pillar in the community. Like, and, and I know I'm not, you know, big time or anything like that, but just to hear my brother tell me like, hey, you know, what you're doing is important. Your presence is important. Like, that really made me feel good. And, you know, he's, he's a man of high character, high integrity, and he's doing a lot of great things. Uh, you know, he, he has his own family. He, he's doing so many great things. So for him to, you know, take the time out, he was, he would send me jobs. He would, when I told him I was coming home, you know, he would send me jobs and, you know, give me pointers on my resume. So, you know, he, he's been a blessing. So, I just, I'm thankful again for just the family and friends who've been in my corner. Um, I'm just excited. Like I'm really, I'm really excited about the things that I have moving forward. Um, you know, I'll begin to talk about them more as things develop, but I'm just in a really good space. Um, my wife, thank God her career is in a great, is in a great place. She's doing really well on her job. Um, we're building. Um, we, you know, we're, we're building as a family. And in our community, family is so important. It's, uh, I, I personally feel like it gets overlooked, but that's another topic for another day. So I'll, I'll touch on that more later. But uh, just, you know, just to close this out, I'm back home. I'm happy. And I'm just looking forward to the great things that God has in store for me, uh, the people in my circle, um, the people that I may contact directly or indirectly. I'm, I know there's some great things ahead for us and I'm excited. So be on the lookout for more recordings, more podcasts, more IG lives. I'm just you know, I'm going to be doing a lot, a lot more because I'm back home and I just want to take advantage of all the opportunities that God is putting before me. So I'm going to be on, going to be recording on my podcast, other people's podcasts, um, doing more IG lives. I'm looking to launch, uh, I'm looking to put more video to the podcast. Um, you know, I, my, a lot of my network was right here in the DC area. So um, we did, a, we did podcasts over zoom um, zoom is great and i will continue to use zoom but i'm also going to incorporate more face-to-face podcasts so I'm, I'm i'm excited and i think you all will will see the difference you'll see the growth in what i'm doing and you'll appreciate it so um thank you again like again um just everything you guys have supported me so much um listening to the podcast sharing it um, some write reviews, some, some have subscribed to my, um, to my page. So I'm grateful for 
everything you guys have done, whether it was just a simple comment or a share or a like, or just reaching out to me directly, keeping me encouraged, um, telling me that you listen, giving me feedback, telling me it was an excellent episode or telling me it was, you know, it, it might need some work. I'm, I'm open to criticism as well. Um, you know, it's, it, we all need, we all can learn and grow from each other. So, you know, there can be, there can be, there can be a time where you may need to give me some advice. So I'm open to everything. I'm going to wrap this up again. I appreciate everyone taking the time to listen to the podcast and support me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. And you can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. I wish you all the best. Have a great day.